Welcome to Quick Hits, the only podcast that gets you smartenized. Today's episode, Testing the Meter. We've done a lot of shows talking about how to fine-tune and recalibrate your bullshit meter because there's an awful lot of people out there who are working 24-7 to throw it off kilter and to discombobulate it. So you have to constantly work at tuning it and tweaking it and making sure that it's in good shape because if it isn't, then you can very easily become victims to all kinds of scams, things like fundamentalism, or homeopathy, or fortune-telling, or Michael Moore movies, all things which are a complete waste of time, effort, and money that could be better spent elsewhere. And while we've often talked about tweaking and adjusting it, we haven't actually tested it. So that's what we're going to do for this show. We're going to give your BS meter a test. Very simple test. I'm simply going to read a newspaper article, actually part of a newspaper article, And while you're listening, pay attention to every time that your BS meter goes off. And then we'll go through it again and see if you missed any spots. This is from the January 28th edition of the New York Times. And the headline is, Public School Students Score Well in Math in Large-Scale Government Study. A large-scale government finance study has concluded that when it comes to math, students in regular schools do as well or significantly better than comparable students in private schools. The study, by Christopher Lubensky and Sarah Thule Lubensky of the University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbania, compared 4th and 8th grade math scores of more than 340,000 students in 13,000 regular public, charter, and private schools on the 2003 National Assessment of Educational Progress. The 2003 test was given to 10 times more students than any previous test, giving researchers a trove of new data. Though private school students have long scored higher on the National Assessment, commonly referred to as the nation's report card, the new study used advanced statistical techniques to adjust for the effects of income, school, and home circumstances. The researchers said they compared math scores, not reading ones, because math was considered a clearer measure of a school's overall effectiveness. The study found that while the raw scores of fourth graders in Roman Catholic schools, for example, were 14.3 points higher than those in public schools, when adjustments were made for student backgrounds, those in Catholic schools scored 3.4 points lower than those in public schools. A spokeswoman for the National Catholic Education Association did not respond to requests for comment. The exam is scored on a 0 to 500 point scale with 235 being the average score at 4th grade and 278 being the average score at 8th grade. A 10 to 11 point difference in test scores is roughly equivalent to one grade level. The study also found that charter schools, privately operated and publicly financed, did significantly worse than public schools in the fourth grade once student populations were taken into account. In the eighth grade, it found students in charters did slightly better than those in public schools, though the sample size was small and the difference was not statistically significant. And I'm not going to read the rest of it. That's about half of the article. The rest of it is mostly people commenting on the study. So how'd you do? How many times did your BS meter go off? In order to compare, I'm going to read through this again, but this time I'm going to turn up the buzzer on my bullshit meter so that you can hear it. Now, everybody's meter is a little different. 
and yours and mine may go off in different places or with different intensities, but this will be a good check to see if there's anything obvious that you've missed or if there's anything obvious that I've missed. You can email me and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. This is an article from the New York Times, January 28, 2006. Yes, hearing that it's from the New York Times, your buzzer should go off at least a little bit. The old gray lady ain't what she used to be. Back in the day, if it came from the Times, it was considered credible, but they've become so ideological over the past few years. Plus, the things with Jason Blair, you really, you really got to be careful about where your information is coming from. And the Times is a fairly credible source, but you still have to be a little bit skeptical. The headline, Public School Students Score Well in Math and Large-Scale Government Study. Yeah, that was pretty obvious, isn't it? A large-scale government finance study has concluded that when it comes to math, students in regular schools do as well or significantly better than comparable students in private schools. Well, the government did a government-funded study on government schools and declared that government schools were just as good as private schools. This should set off your bullshit meter in about 12 different ways. First of all, the phrase government study should always pin the needle, and especially when the government is studying itself. And it also counters common sense. Now, let's face it, there are great private schools, there are not so great private schools, but do you honestly believe that all the private schools out there are fooling all the parents into spending these thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year and not seeing any results? No, not very likely. The study by blah, 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 at blah, blah, compared 4th and 8th grade math scores of more than 340,000 students in 13 regular public, charter, and private schools. All right, now that is pretty good sample size. One of the things to look for in any study is how many data points do they have? 340,000, that's a damn good sample size, so that really shouldn't have sent any meters off for you. Though private school students have long scored higher on the national assessment, commonly referred to as the nation's report card, the new study used advanced statistical techniques to adjust for the effects of income, school, and home circumstances. What kind of advanced statistical techniques do you think they used? Now, it should be noted that when you're dealing with raw data, you do have to massage it somewhat. That's not always dishonest. You have to account for something called confounders. And the things that they're talking about here would be legitimate confounders, income levels, home situation. But this is also a place where you can really go to town. You can have a whole lot of fun massaging that data to make it say exactly what you want it to say. What do you think the odds are that that happened? The researchers said they compared math scores, not reading ones, because math was considered a clear measure of a school's overall effectiveness. That sets off a small buzzer. I'm not too sure about that. Math is one particular kind of thinking. English and reading and writing skills is another kind. Uh, I suppose math is probably easiest to measure, but I'm not so certain about that. But that's not a huge thing. At least it isn't for me. The study found that while the raw scores of 4th graders in Roman Catholic schools, for example, were 14.3 points higher than those in public schools, when adjustments were made for student backgrounds, those in Catholic schools scored 3.4 points lower than those in public schools. So we keep tweaking the adjustments until 
We get it down to a half a grade behind if we can. The exam is scored on a 0 to 500 point scale, with 235 being the average score in the 4th grade, 278 being the average score in the 8th grade. A 10 to 11 point difference in test scores is roughly equivalent to one grade level. Nothing in that set off my bullshit meter. That sounds reasonable, and I'm going to trust that they're reporting the way that the test is supposed to work, at least correctly. The study also found that charter schools, privately operated and publicly financed, did significantly worse than public schools in the fourth grade once student populations were taken into account. Public school teachers and administrators have always hated the idea of charter schools because they truly hate the idea of any competition that might show up just how incompetent they are. So it's no surprise that the data massaging had a significant effect on charter schools. But the next sentence is even more interesting. In the eighth grade, it found students in charters did slightly better than those in public schools. Though the sample size was small and the difference was not statistically significant. Uh, the sample size, there should be just as many charter schools in the eighth grade as there are in the fourth grade. And I know in my area, there's more. So why would the sample size be too small? And if it's not statistically significant, why even mention it? So there's definitely something funky going on in here. So how'd you do? How well is your meter working? Did you spot any places where my meter is working poorly? Well, go ahead, drop me a line, tell me about it. Love to hear from you. Because that's the end of this episode of Quick Hits. And if you've changed your mind about something, if you've learned something new, hell, even if you can just see a different point of view without necessarily agreeing with it, congratulations, you've been smartenized. And now for the newest feature on Quick Hits, the recommended podcast. And this show's recommended podcast is The Real Happy Hour. The Real Happy Hour is three folks sitting around, drinking, talking, playing different characters, doing different sound effects, and putting on about an hour-long show. Sound familiar? Yeah, there's probably a thousand podcasts out there with that format. But these guys, these guys just put on a really good funny show. It's like you're out drinking with your friends. I highly recommend it. The shows only come out about once a month or so. And that's really kind of a shame because if they came out more often, we'd be able to listen to them more often. But check out The Real Happy Hour and you won't be disappointed. I do love hearing from folks, so send me an email. The email address is hitman at davehit.com and you can get the spelling of that from the MP3 tags in this file or you can go to davehit.com. That's spelled with two T's. And you'll find email links all over the place there. Very easy to get in touch with me. You can also call and leave a voice message at 206-203-4488. And if you make it short, pithy, and clever enough, it might actually end up on a bonus episode of Quick Hit. And as a final and persistent reminder, the Quick Hits podcast is nothing more than a journal of one man's opinion and therefore should not be taken too seriously.